I hope you all brought your hustle today because today we are talking side hustles. Three of my favorite side hustles, I'm bringing them to you and I'm going to tell you how you can make them your own and they can be side hustles and they can stay as side hustles or you can make them your main hustles. These are very scalable hustles. I'm bringing that to you in one second. Before we get to it, if you want to show me some love, I'd love it. I'd love if you would give me some of your love. And you can do that by going to Apple or Spotify, hitting that subscribe button, leaving me a rating or review. Let me know what you think. We are climbing up the charts every single day. I have you guys to thank for that. So smash that subscribe button. Here we go. You're listening to Making It with John Davids. All right, so the first side hustle that we're going to talk about today is what I call the Angela from the Office side hustle. And it's a simple and brilliant side hustle. And it makes even more sense in this hybrid and remote work environment that we're all living in today. So there's tons of layoff talk. People are losing their jobs. People are, are deciding to go into new career paths. So I want to talk about something that you can do right now. You can do it with a full-time job, or you can make this your full-time job. But you can start small, and you can grow it as you go along. So here's the hustle. The business is a party planning for remote teams side hustle. So think about what Angela from The Office does. You're doing that, but for remote teams. You're targeting companies with up to 30 employees. And think about what you can do for them, especially if they're decentralized. Think about all the creative team activities that you can do for them. So teams without an office don't see each other very often. And they probably don't have a dedicated person because if they're under 30 people, they probably don't have a dedicated person who does party planning. But they want to be able to do that kind of stuff. And there's nobody there to make it a reality day to day. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to offer a start to finish event plan based on the team's preferences and budget. So for example, you could do rock climbing followed by a comedy club. You could do weekend retreats in Tahoe packed with team building fun. You could do tickets to a football game and then maybe a team dinner afterwards. So the client pays the bill and then literally just shows up. You put it all together. It's kind of like you're a travel agent, but you're doing it either at a local level or at a more expanded level. You are doing a full office team event, everything from just a night out to a full weekend retreat. So who's it for? Again, you're targeting companies with up to 30 employees because I think that's a good range of people who would need the service and would not yet have a dedicated person to perform the service. I think going for teams that are working in a hybrid or remote model is a way to go. If they're working in the office, that's fine too, but maybe they have less of a need or a frequency for this kind of event planning. So I think that's a bigger opportunity. And in terms of how you make money, you can do it as a flat rate. So you can just charge X dollars for your service. You could charge a percentage of the spend. So you could say, you guys are spending $2,000 on this. How about 10% or 15% comes to me? So you make 200 bucks. Doesn't really matter how long you spend on it. You get a percentage of what you're billing out. And then in terms of how you would run this kind of business, you start off and you create original ideas but as you go along, you're really doing a rinse and repeat because after you do this 10, 20, 30 times for one company, and then you bring on a second company, you can kind of repeat what you've done the first time, and you bring on a third company, a fourth company, and you're really creating an idea file and a swipe file for yourself 
to rinse and repeat all the best ideas. So that's the idea from a high level. I think it's great for somebody who is organized, who has some sense of creativity. Maybe if you come from the event planning business, this is a great extension. And there are lots of ways to crank this up. So as an example, you could expand to more client areas and more client categories. Maybe you start just with law firms in your city or accounting firms in your city, and then you expand to other types of firms, and you can expand to other cities. You can negotiate discounts and referral codes with vendors. So if you're sending people to the same restaurants, or you're sending people to the same comedy club, or you're sending people to the same ice rink or whatever, you can negotiate deals and actually get a kickback from the vendor that you're sending people to. You can get more clients with social media, with search engine optimization, lots of ways to promote this organically. You can introduce a subscription service for regular clients. So you say, hey, you're doing this every single month. Why don't you just pay me at the beginning of every month and I'll give you an outing every single month and maybe you pay me more money based on if you want to do something a little more one month or a special holiday party, you can do more. But you can start to get recurring clients just paying you every month for an ongoing service and you can offer complimentary services to service the same clients. So an example of that might be you take care of company gifting. So you could send out gifts based on the birthday. So every time somebody is hired, you record their birthday. And then when their birthday comes along, you take care of a gift from the company. So that's just one way to extend this kind of service. The idea works for someone who loves party planning, highly organized, wants to brainstorm fun, creative outings. Angela from The Office did it for free. I think you can make this an amazing side hustle that scales with you. That is side hustle number one. Move it on to side hustle number two. So the second side hustle is based on an idea from my sister. And it's a coaching business, but I'm going to call this the niche or off-the-beaten-path coaching business. So I'll tell you what my sister did, and then we'll talk about a few other ideas. So my sister went through a rough divorce, and then she flipped her divorce experience into a $4,100 a month side hustle. She's helping women going through their divorces. This is an awesome business, and I shared it with you a little while ago on social media. I think I talked about it on the podcast too. So think about it like this. It's a divorce coach helping women, specifically women, and you could do this for men also. She's just doing it for women who are going through a divorce. You provide advice and insight to guide clients through the process with regular phone calls, Zoom calls, texts, and that sort of thing. You're coaching on things like how to prep for a mediation, how to read confusing documents, how to negotiate, when to stand your ground and when to give in, how to approach co-parenting. So all the stuff, the soft stuff that you need to know without getting into the legal, without getting into the really hardcore stuff where you need to have a degree or a certification to provide that kind of advice. This isn't legal advice, like I said, this isn't therapy, it's boots on the ground wisdom from someone who has been there and done that. The way my sister does it is she offers three packages ranging from $300 a month up to $1,000 a month with different levels of service in each package. Listen, divorce is really traumatic. Lots of people can only lean on their lawyers and now they have a better option. So let's talk about what makes this a really good side hustle and a really good business to grow. Again, niche virtual coaching. So the coaching business exists. There's nothing new about that. But niche coaching and also done virtually is a really, really cool idea. 
These are some of my absolute favorite businesses because they're highly scalable, they're very capital efficient, and they use simple customer acquisition strategies. So you can find people organically through referrals, and they provide tons of value. So you're able to provide a lot of value without spending a lot on CapEx. They're community-driven, so it's easy to bring in lots of people, bring them together to discuss and get advice. So you'll actually find Facebook groups that deal with divorce. You can create your own group that deals with divorce, bring people together. You can have that as a value add, or you can actually charge for access to that group. And there's all kinds of ways to bring in smart revenue models. So you can monetize this through, like I mentioned, the packages like my sister's doing. You could do a paid subscription. You could offer video courses. You could offer membership fees to a community. You can do franchising. You can put the whole thing together as a package and license it out to other people so they can become their own divorce coaches. So many ways to do this. Now, I mentioned to you a minute ago, this is something that is very niche. And I think divorce coaching works because A, if you've been through it, you have a very unique experience, hopefully one that most of us won't have to go through. But if you do go through it, you may as well make a buck off of it. So that's number one. The second thing is, this is a high impact, high consideration life event with very, very low frequency. So when you have that combination of high consideration, high impact, high outcome, high levels of outcome, good or bad, and it's not something that people go through on a regular basis, you need a coach, you need someone to go through it with you because you don't have the experience to do it yourself. I almost think about it like buying or selling a company. If you are an entrepreneur that's been working for 20, 30 years, and let's say you're going to sell your company, the reason you have investment bankers that are there to help you with that sale is because you're probably only going to do that once in your life. Maybe you'll do it twice, and maybe you'll do it three times. But Assuming that you're not an entrepreneur who's just buying and selling businesses on a regular basis, it's very, very low frequency, very, very high impact. So you would, in that case, need sort of a coach, not really a coach, an investment banker to do that with you. Divorce is the same thing. So think about other categories that are high impact, high consideration, low frequency. Maybe something else is like picking a college, getting your kids into a college or getting yourself into a college getting that high-paying executive job, passing the bar exam or getting into law school or, or something like that with education. So things that you don't do very frequently, but have a major, major impact. Those are great niche virtual coaching businesses. That's number two. On to number three. This one is all about the creator economy. Now, you guys know that I came from the creator economy. I started Influicity back in 2015 officially, but even before that, for three, four years before that, I was doing influencer deals. I was bringing influencers together with brands back way before it was a popular thing to do, back when YouTube was just getting big for content creators, before Instagram, before Snapchat, before TikTok, before any of these guys. This is what I was doing. So I've seen the creator economy and the creator community rise up and become a viable seed of a business. So this is a creator-based business. However, it doesn't mean that you need to be a creator in the traditional sense. You don't need to go onto YouTube or TikTok or Twitter or LinkedIn or podcast or anything like that and build a personal brand. You do need to build a brand of some kind. So it can be a blog. It can be a website. It can be a podcast. It can be something, anything 
that is bringing audiences together on some general topic. Now, what I would say the most, I'm going to give you the vanilla example here, and you can expand on this yourself. The vanilla plain Jane example is you start a website and you drive traffic to it through search engine, organic search, as well as organic social. You can do one, you could do the other, you could do both. It's up to you, whatever skill set you want to bring to the table or whatever talent you want to hire to do it for you. You're going to create content in a category. And that category, it can be a lot of things, but what it should be, a category that has high purchase behavior, low volume, high purchase behavior. So as an example, like buying a home, insurance, credit cards, jewelry, cars, you want to go and play in a category where people are paying a lot of money for something and the leads are worth a lot of money. So some other areas like kitchen renovations and bathroom renovations, roofing, really any kind of major housework, like new driveways, new windows and doors, that sort of thing. So you want to go and create content in this space and build an audience up. Now, this is going to take a while, whether you're doing it the search or the social way, you're going to need to spend six to 12 months really building that audience. You can do it faster if you can really hack the social channels. You can maybe build it up even faster, but you're going to build this content over a little while. And then what you're going to do is you're going to turn on monetization. And the monetization is simple. You're going to go to vendors in that category. Let's just say it's jewelry. You're going to say, okay, I'm going to do a blog on the best diamonds, how to buy a diamond, how to buy a diamond necklace, how to buy diamond earrings, how to buy a tennis bracelet, how to buy an engagement ring, all this kind of stuff. I'm going to have an expert site on diamonds. And then you bring in jewelers, local jewelers or online jewelers who are willing to pay you for those referrals, right? You sell a diamond for $25,000. I don't know what the margin is. I'd imagine it's pretty good on that. So what's that jeweler willing to pay you? $150, $200, $300 for a lead that you send their way that makes a purchase? Or maybe not even a lead that makes a purchase. Maybe they'll pay you 25 bucks for any lead, for any high intent buyer. Same thing for insurance. I mean, banks and insurance companies, they pay big, big money, hundreds of dollars for a qualified lead for an application. The whole hustle here is creating content and then monetizing through a lead engine. Now, there's a couple hacks here. So I mentioned the one hack, which is the ability to grow faster on social. If you can create content that goes viral on TikTok, on Instagram Reels, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, that's great. Because if you do that, then you can fast track this six to 12 month timeline. There's a lot of ways to do it. I talk about it on LinkedIn. I talk about all these ways to grow on social. Not going to get into it now, but that's one way to hack it. Another way to hack it is just to buy the website or buy the channel. So if you go to Flippa, you go to MicroAcquire, I think they're called acquire.com now, there are lots of websites for sale that talk about different things. So you can go and find a website that talks about roofing or talks about windows and doors or talks about kitchen renovations. And maybe it already has some traffic, but they're not monetizing it at all. So you can come in and monetize it as we've discussed. So that's another way to fast track this. What I love about this business is that you can do it as a total side hustle, but the money can add up quickly, really quickly. I told you guys how I built a $300,000 a year business when I was in college. It was a little different from this, but it was a content site that we monetized through advertising. 
And we were making eight to $900 a day off that site. And when I say we, I mean me, because I was a college kid working by myself. I had a team of freelance writers doing it with me, but it was my site and I was able to build that. So it's a little bit of a play on what I did with a new spin on it. And again, you could do this with a website, you can do it with a TikTok channel, you could do it with a LinkedIn channel, do it with a mailing list, do it with a podcast. The opportunities are limitless. That is number three. All right, I have given you guys three side hustles. We've got Angela from The Office. We've got the divorce coach. And we've got my high-ticket creator economy content site thing. I'm not even sure what I call that third one, but you get the idea. High-ticket referrals. The most important thing of all is to pick something, stick with it for a while, give it a chance, and see where it goes. None of these side hustles, none of them will work in the first week, in the first month, in the first three months. You got to give it some serious time. You got to give yourself a chance and take this opportunity to try something new. And who knows? It might start as a side hustle. It might become your full hustle. Who knows, right? Opportunities are limitless. Let me know what you guys think. You can get me at johndavids.com. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. I want to know what your hustles are. I'll talk to you guys next time.